They say when a baby is born, so is a mother. But while you are there to help your baby grow into the person he or she is meant to be, who is there to help you? Many women feel lost and alone when they become mothers, wondering, who am I now? Sometimes it feels like the transformation from woman to mother is as radical as a caterpillar's transformation into a butterfly. Did you know that inside the chrysalis, the caterpillar literally turns into goop before it rearranges itself into a butterfly? This podcast is about the goop, what soul transformation looks like as you transition from being a woman to a mom. Your baby's growth matters, but yours does too. You're not alone. I'm your host, Brittany Ming. Welcome to the Motherhood Metamorphosis. Hi everyone, it's Brittany Ming, your host of the Motherhood Metamorphosis, and I am coming on today to wrap up season one and introduce season two. This is officially the 30th episode of this podcast, and I just wanted to have some time to reflect and share some of my thoughts on what it's been like to be a podcaster for the first time, some stats about the podcast in its first season, and what you can expect in season two. Um, To start out, I actually wanted to share about me, which is funny because I have a whole solo episode at the very beginning of the podcast, and I forget to share about myself. So if you've been listening for a while, you pick up on little details about my life as I speak to our guests. But I did want to share about me. My name is Brittany. I've been married to my husband, Aaron, for 16 years this May. We have four boys and one girl, aged teens to toddlers. We are a military family and we currently live in Illinois. And we just moved from three years overseas. We lived in England. I thought I'd share a dozen random facts about me by way of getting to know me. And maybe one day I'll actually answer the rapid fire questions that I ask guests at the end. But for today, here's 12 random facts about me. I'll be 38 this month and I found my first gray hair when I was 19. I have a ton of gray hair now. I don't really dye my hair. Um, I want to age gracefully for my daughter, though I do feel my age sometimes, and I have noticed that the pandemic has aged me considerably in the gray hair department. For the most part, though, I do love my silver strands. Four kids of mine are diagnosed ADHD. One is autistic. I have homeschooled and sent my kids to public school, and I much prefer the latter. I've had two C-sections, two V-backs, and one miscarriage. I have twins, so they're my oldest kids. From 2016 to 2019, I had a collective motherhood website called Mothering Beyond Expectations, where I edited and published over 250 articles. I have an MA in English and wrote my thesis on Jane Austen. I like coffee in the morning, but tea in the afternoon. I'm an Enneagram 4, or 1, but probably more 4. I like to sew, listen to audiobooks and podcasts, and do yoga. I've been a blogger for over 10 years and write at thebamblog.com and Brittany Ming, The Bam Blog on Facebook. I've also written for Her View from Home, Scary Mommy, Coffee and Crumbs, For Every Mom, Christianity Today, The Mighty, and more. So there's... 12-ish random facts about me. So to share some stats 
from season one, I wanted to share some numbers with you. So from the biggest to the least, but really in no particular order. So as of today, we've had over 14,000 downloads of the podcast. The Facebook group has 473 members, though maybe more after I post this. 113 countries have listened to the Motherhood Metamorphosis on five different continents. The top five countries are USA, Canada, the UK, Australia, and South Africa. This is the 30th episode of the podcast. We've had 21 guests, eight solo episodes by yours truly, including Mary's story at Christmas, seven patrons on Patreon, and I want to give a special shout out to Lisa, Jessica, Allie, Savannah, Danica, Stevie, and Laura. Thank you guys so much for being my patrons on Patreon. And as of April 1st, the podcast is six months old. I love reflection personally as both a spiritual practice and just a growth practice. And so I had a lot of good reflection as I have thought about the past six months and what it's been like. I had no idea how to do a podcast. I don't have any background in doing this. So I was teaching myself everything from scratch, from learning new technology, garage band, and Audacity. I don't know if you've heard of those programs, but they're podcasting programs that I knew nothing about. I watched a ton of YouTube videos and just fiddled around with it until I got something that sounded good. I've been constantly trying to improve the sound quality. I actually had a friend recently who said, hey, it, the sound quality sounds really good. Did you re-record the intro? And I said, I didn't, but I've been fiddling around with some settings. And so I was like, thanks for noticing. It actually does sound better. I feel like I listen to it so much that I can't tell anymore. So, but there have been some small improvements as I've gone along. So I am both proud of myself and probably if I go back and listen to previous episodes, probably cringing too, but that's growth. I learned how to do Zoom interviews and download those and upload those and download and upload episodes to my hosting site. I've created graphics for promo and contacted guests for interviews. Some people I have never met before in my life. I was sending out like cold emails and hoping for the best. Some people, most people I heard back from, some I did not. Writing podcast descriptions, I think I've gotten a lot better that as I've gone along. And then there's all the social media promo from Facebook to Instagram to Pinterest. That's all the stuff that is happening behind the scenes that takes to make this podcast happen and work. And it's just this beautiful relationship that we formed between you as a listener and me as the host and also the relationship with the guests too. So three things have surprised me about making and creating this podcast as I reflect on the past six months. One, how many people have said I have a soothing podcast voice? That has happened (laughs) I don't know how many times and it cracks me up every single time. I'm sure my kids would not agree with the soothing podcast voice, but, um, my husband, I actually joked with him. I'm like, do you think I have a soothing voice? And he's like, 
I think your podcast voice is soothing. So that was a very good diplomatic answer for him, but it cracks me up. People have said that quite a few times. So thanks for thinking my voice is soothing. Number two, the second thing that surprised me, we reached 10,000 downloads by four months in January. That growth was crazy. It was exciting. I'm so thankful that the podcast was resonating with you. In February and March, the podcast didn't experience as much growth. And that was kind of a blow to my ego, but also a reality check to say, hey, you know, things go up and down. There's stats climb and they fall and that's just part of reality. But I was super surprised and excited that there were 10,000 downloads by January of four months. And number three, the third thing that surprised me that I did not expect was that podcasting compared to writing is really lonely. And let me explain that a little bit. I have been a writer and blogger for a long time. And I, when I started the podcast, I saw the podcast as kind of an extension of my writing. And in content, I definitely still think that. However, in practice, the podcast has been really a completely different medium as far as interaction goes. When I post my writing on social media, people read and they give a like or they give a heart and they can comment immediately. And there's lots of good feedback that's instant and very gratifying. There's also private messages that people send and those things just fill me up. They encourage me and they keep me going. Like I said, I imagined the podcast to be an extension of my writing the actual practice of podcasting, the medium, is very different because people are listening and not reading. And also they're not listening from a social media site. So if you listen from your podcast app, there's no room to like or comment. And I know when I listen to podcasts, I kind of just, you know, I'm doing the dishes or I'm folding laundry or I'm driving. And when it ends, I'm like, okay, I'm, you know, I'm still driving or I'm still doing chores. I'm still cooking dinner. And there's, while I'm having lots of thoughts about what I've just listened to, I don't, you know, immediately go search that person's Facebook page and say, hey, this gave me so much good food for thought. Thank you so much for posting this. Or I loved your podcast episode. I just, I, that's not my immediate response because it's not built in. So it has been the really only feedback I've gotten from the podcast besides some comments, the Facebook page has been good, has been stats, like numbers, and seeing how many people have downloaded. And those are gratifying to a degree, but I realize that with my writing, what really keeps me going is the comments and the readers. So this is a bit of a plea, honestly, to let you to let you have a peek behind the scenes in that podcasting can be really lonely And as a creator, I have really felt alone and it's been hard for me to keep creating without feedback. So you'll hear me ask for comments. You'll hear me say, hey, come over to the Facebook page afterwards. And because I really do want to hear back from you. It's really hard to be a creator and not have any feedback. And um, I have been discouraged at times, not from the numbers, but because I am one voice speaking on an end and then the response I'm getting back is, you know, 300 people have downloaded but only three people have commented. 
on the Facebook page or maybe a message. So thank you so much for those who, of you who have commented and have told me what the podcast has meant to you or what a certain episode has made you think. And please keep doing that because it helps me keep going. It helps me as a creator to feel energized and and not drained. And if you, I have been more mindful too of the podcast that I listen to to say, hey, if that podcast meant something to me, I'm going to go look up their Instagram or I'm going to look up their Facebook page and I'm going to leave a comment because that really means something. And like I said, it's it's hard to keep creating in a in a void. It's almost like shouting into a canyon and hoping that you hear an echo back, but not just an echo of your own voice. Like you want to hear another voice on the other side, letting you know, hey, I hear you. I, I, I see you and this resonated with me. So just a little peek into my emotional life as far as a creator goes. And I just wanted to thank you guys for listening and I do appreciate you so much. I want to introduce to you the topics for season two. I'm really excited about this. All of these interviews are done. I just have to edit them and put them up, but here are the topics that are going to be coming for season two. Multiple pregnancy loss, having a baby during the pandemic, special needs kids and hearing loss, becoming a foster and adoptive mom, motherhood after your spouse has died, marriage. We cover the gamut with this guest. So what marriage looks like, how it changes being in the goop with your marriage after you have kids, infertility, being a working mom and primary breadwinner when your spouse is a stay-at-home parent, mommy wine culture. And oh my gosh, I love that conversation. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. Oh, and this is another one sex after kids, how that changes, what we need, changing the narrative about being a sexual person while being a mom, having a baby in the NICU, and patience in pursuing your dreams as a mom. I am super excited about these guests. I'm so thankful for these conversations that I've had, and I cannot wait to share these episodes with you. Season two launches on May 2nd. So I'm taking off the rest of April. I have been really tired. Um, The podcast takes a lot of work for me and I need a break. So I'm taking off April. The Facebook page will be featuring earlier episodes of the podcast with links. And so I hope you will listen in and catch up on posts that you have missed. Or if you are the biggest fan of the Motherhood Metamorphosis and you've never missed an episode, I hope you'll look back through and say, hey, I have a friend who's in the goop right now and I'm going to share my favorite episode with her. I had a podcast guest recently muse with me. I wonder if listening to podcasts is social time because it sure feels like I've been with friends afterwards. I feel refreshed and not so alone. And I thought... That is such an amazing way to look at podcasts, and I hope that the podcast is social time for you or friend time, and I hope that you feel refreshed and you can offer that refreshment to others too. I wanted to share some special things are happening on Patreon this month if you're considering being a patron. 
the Caterpillar tier, which is $3 per month, has a new PDF download as a gift to you. It says, be kind to yourself on it. It has two little teacups and it's really cute. A friend who listened to the March solo episode about the pandemic, she said she listened to it and she teared up when I said at the end, be kind to yourself. And she said, make that into a Patreon print. Put like a teapot and a teacup on it and I'll definitely hang it on my wall. So I was like, okay, done. I did. And it's now on the Patreon um, account for you to download too if you become a Caterpillar tier patron. In the Butterfly tier, which is $5 per month, I'm not doing a solo episode for April because um, I'm taking a break. And this month I am offering a different type of gift for our $5 patrons. I will send you a signed copy of my book unexpected learning to love your unpredictable story it sells for $10.99 on amazon so five dollars you'll get a book for five dollars with a signature in it and a, a note from me so i published this book in 2018 and it's 31 reflections on faith spiritual life and personal growth a friend once described it like this it's a devotional for people who don't like devotionals i hate devotionals but i liked this So if that isn't the best compliment ever, I don't know what is. (laughs) Full disclosure, I do write about my faith in this book, so it may not speak to you on your personal journey. However, I really strive to be inclusive and encouraging, and the book is not preachy at all. So women who are not Christians have also enjoyed reading it as well. With the $5 cheer, you'll also get access to all of the solo episodes, How to Strengthen Your Intuition, Good Mother, Bad Mother, and Reframing the Narrative in Our Heads, and the Pandemic episode. Thank you, friends, so much for your support of the podcast in its first season, a very long season that was six months. Like I said, I didn't know what I was doing, and I just was excited and had all the recordings, and we had a 30-episode season. The next season will only be 12 episodes because I've simmered down a little bit. But I wanted to thank you for your support and encourage you in the meantime to catch up on episodes you missed, share your favorite episodes with friends or on your social media, invite people to join the Facebook page, the Motherhood Metamorphosis Podcast, and leave comments in the group or send me a message. This really keeps me going and encourages my heart. See you on May 2nd for season two. Happy April, everyone. So I've been back in the States for about nine months, I think. Maybe a little bit less. But 